This is Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. It's 11 minutes after 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with advocate uh, Koleka Kaleka, acting a public protector. The final investigation reports relating to improper conduct and maladministration in state affairs were released today by the acting public protector. The reports include findings on a former Minister of Defence and military veterans, uh, Nosivio Mapisa Ngokula, and uh, on this is in relation to that trip to Zimbabwe where ANC members were also on board and the appointment of a chief of staff in the Department of Public Enterprises in 2020. The Acting Public Protector now joins us to discuss the findings. Advocate Kaleka, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Hi, Advocate, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Good afternoon, Aldrin. Good afternoon to the listeners. Thank you so much for making time for us. Let's first start off with the investigation that was um, that was initiated from that complaint from Mervyn Dirks, who is a member of the ANC, in relation to a leaked audio uh, from where President former well President Cyril Ramaphosa could be heard in that um, audio speaking about um, state capture and also the use of state money. What has your findings been? Our findings in this particular matter has been that. The allegations by MP Dirks are unsubstantiated on the basis that when the president made those utterances, um, it was within the context, according to our investigation, of matters that were already of public knowledge, but widely reported even in the Zondo Commission. Mm-hmm. And the element around where the president said that he is willing to fall on his sword, then reveal the names of those who abused public funds, how did the office deal with that element? The focus of the investigation was particularly around the issue of the president having made utterances of having knowledge of misappropriation of funds mm. in, in the state affairs and the president having not having taken action in that respect and that he does have a legal obligation and also a fiduciary obligation as the president of the country. It is that aspect that we investigated and we found that it was unsubstantiated, taking into consideration the context within which the utterances were made. Yes, the president does have a legal duty, and as far as we found in our investigations is that the president supported the Zondo Commission. There's ongoing investigations in in respect of the misappropriation of funds, in, in, in respect of the evidence that was adduced in the Zondo Commission. Therefore, it could not be said that the president had personal information that was not in the public space. Yeah. But that particular quote, um, I'm sure the investigators listened to the audio as well. Yes, they did. Okay. So that element where the president says that I am willing to fall in my sword, then reveal the names of the people who have stolen money from the state. How did the investigators deal with that particular uh, uh, quote? The quote was not in isolation. Yeah. The quote was in the context of what took place in the meeting, of which we also received an extract of the minutes in the meeting. And it was within the context of the broader investigations and public knowledge that is uh, being discussed around the state funds which had been misappropriated mm. in the ANC campaigns. Was the president asked about that quote and what was his explanation? 
The president was asked to give an explanation in, in respect of the allegations which were identified. And the president's explanation was that it was within the context of the meeting in respect of the utterances and investigations which are in the public regarding the misappropriation of funds. And this was confirmed by the minutes of the meeting that were received from the ANC. So the president doesn't know anyone who has taken money from the state? He indicated that he doesn't have personal knowledge and taken from the minutes of the meeting, there was no evidence that he had personal knowledge. Okay. And then there is um, the flight, the flight to Zimbabwe, which was, of course, during a hard lockdown as well, and the findings there. Um, How did the the public protector come to the conclusion that on the basis that um, the money um, has already been paid by the ANC, has been paid back by the ANC, and uh, the minister at the time had already been docked at least three months salary, which was then um, uh, donated to the Solidarity Fund, on that basis there is no remedial action? Aldrin, there's one to call double jeopardy within the law. A person cannot be punished for the same thing more more than once. It is on that basis that we decided not to take any remedial action because a remedy had, had already been taken in that respect by the president as well as by the Department of Defense by having calculated the amount that was involved in the trip and the ANC had paid back the money. Mm-hmm. So no, 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 no. In terms of the this, uh, in terms of the remedial action, nothing about what should happen when um, state resources are entrusted within the powers of a certain individual, and also the abuse of that power. Because this needs to be prevented next time from happening. Definitely. That is why we have made the remedial action that the president needs to ensure that an instruction note goes out in respect of the adherence to the Ministerial Handbook and the Defence Act, and those made provisions for that. So the policy is already in place, the prescripts are already in place, it is adherence with those particular prescripts, which is the legal action that we've made. And then uh, the appointment of the Chief of Staff in the Department of Public Enterprises? In respect of that, we found that the allegations were unsubstantiated. The evidence that we found was that the Minister of Public Enterprises did, according to the regulations of the Public Service Act, require a deviation from the then Minister of Public Service and Administration, which is provided for in the regulations, that a deviation can be made, taking into consideration somebody's experience, uh, the role that they are going to play, their experience within that particular environment, even if they do not possess the necessary qualifications. So it is within the legislative prescripts. And then the final one, Advocate, is on Parapara. How far are you with that investigation? We are quite advanced in Palapala, as we have said in the media briefing. Already the investigators are sitting with over seven full arch lever files of information which they've collated. They've also even done an inspection in local in Palapala. So they are busy making follow-up investigations from the the information that they've received. They 
from time on and time on do make assessment and analyze the, the information in their position. The investigation team has been reinforced to ensure that there is more hands on deck in respect of that investigation. So the progress is quite good. Do you think that you'll be done before the end of the year? I do not want to make that assertion. As you might be aware, with investigations, there's a development each time you get information, as I've just said, from those over seven actually the files which they've had. There's more information that they need to make follow-up on. So at this stage, I'm not in a position to make that assertion because as well, this is not just information gathering. It is yeah. an investigation. It encompasses assessment, analysis, processing, drafting of a report, Firstly, if there's any substantiation of the allegations, it's the 7-9, which you communicate the adverse findings. If it is not, it is a discretionary notice. It is a time frame for the other party, affected parties to respond. Mm. And then it is incorporating that in the drafting of the final report. So it is quite an intense process. Have you requested any information from the Namibian government? I am not at liberty, really, to discuss the intricacies of the investigation to protect the integrity of the investigation. Sure. But it is a lot of information that has been required from different sources. Including the government of Namibia? At this stage, I'm not at liberty to disclose. We need to protect the integrity of this investigation. Thank you so much for your time. Advocate Koleka Daleka, Acting Public Protector.